everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Let It Out with Katie Dalebout. She's right next to me. Hi, everyone. Aloha, we should say. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're in Hawaii. We're in Hawaii. That was a special guest, host, co-host. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Oh, I'm Nick. Oh, hi, Nick. Hey. <laughs> anyway, we are here in Hawaii. My friend Laura just got married. She... You guys know her. She is the one who actually wrote Let It Out on the podcast album cover and also on my book. So it's shout her, out to Laura and Anthony. Yeah. Yes, it's her handwriting. That's correct. Anyway, they had a lovely wedding and we're here in tropical paradise right now. But that's not why you're here. You're here for an episode I recorded recently back in New York at the end it's my favorite coffee shop in Brooklyn. You'll hear all about it, but I interviewed the founders who are middle school sweethearts, Brett and Maddie. We talk about pleasure. We talk about non-attachment. We talk about having lots of ideas, being free spirits and deep thinkers. I love them. They're great. I told you all about them. Mm-hmm. They you seem fantastic. Them? Yeah, I love them. Yeah. I like the end. He likes the end. He went there for the first time with me on your mm-hmm. birthday. On my birthday, yeah. I had a CBD latte with yep. the marshmallow. Highly recommend. Anyway, one thing to note with this podcast, we're going to get into it very quickly, but here's the thing, you guys. It was a live podcast, which was great. It was so much fun. I got to meet people who listen to the podcast in person and hug, and it was so much fun. I I had the best time, but you have to remember that it's imperfect, much like everything I do with these podcasts but this one especially there's some natural sound and some weird noises and brett one of the co-founders was very quiet especially at the beginning and we tried to bump up his audio as much as we possibly could but just bear with us and keep listening because the episode itself is really good but the quality might not be what you're used to on the episode when it's just me and one other person so Hopefully you can hear, and it's great. This is one of my favorite episodes. I loved actually doing it and hosting it and being there, and I want to do more live podcasts because it was my favorite thing. I called you after, and I explained. You loved it. I loved it. I wish I was there. I wish you were there, too. Anyway, let's talk about the sponsors. FreshBooks.com. Love FreshBooks. We love FreshBooks cloud accounting. Why do we love FreshBooks? Uh, makes it easy to organize all your invoices. Sure does. As a freelancer yourself. Yeah, that's right. It's great. Mm-hmm. We love it. You can actually personalize it and put in your own logo and your branding into the invoices so you look super professional. Totally. Important. Which is very important. Yeah. As a freelancer yourself, it's oh, important yeah. to look very professional. Yeah, yeah. It's important to send clients invoices on time. Organize your expenses as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Very Rem- Remind them that they need to pay you. FreshBooks makes it easy to do mm-hmm. all of those things, you guys. So if you want a 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash let it out and make sure you enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. Thank you, FreshBooks. We love you. This podcast is also brought to you in part by care of care of.com. We love care of. It's actually takecareof.com, but we love Take Care Of. It's actually care of, but you go to takecareof.com. That's where you go. Uh (laughs) Anyway, this is why we love them. You guys are busy people, but, you know, 
You want to have energy. You want to feel vital. You want to poop regularly. We are big about pooping regularly. pooping regularly. We all do. And having the best supplements to keep your body functioning in the best way is really important. But sometimes you might not know what to take. There's so many out there. And Care of is great because you go to their website, you take a personalized quiz. You took it. I did. I took it. It tells you exactly what you need. And it sends you those supplements in a perfectly packaged, beautifully packaged container that says your name. It's personalized. They're great. It's super cool. It is really, really cool. Anyway, we love Care of. If you want to get 50% off your first order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Katie in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And when I say How Did You Hear About Us section, I actually mean... As the code, as the discount code. Coupon code. The coupon code, if you will. That's what it's called. That's exactly what it's called. You guys, we don't have internet right now here, so I'm doing this all from memory, and I'm recording this into my iTelephone with a microphone. It's an iPhone. iPhone. One, one would call it that. Yeah, or iTelephone. Sure. Whatever you want to call like it. it. Anyway, thank you, Karev, so much for sponsoring this week. We love you. We think you're great, and I think that you guys should try them. Go to TakeCareOf.com and Katie as the discount code. Anything else I missed? I don't think so. I think we, we nailed it. I think so, too. This is our most concise, articulate intro yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by far. Um, the end is great. I Enjoy like, the end. I hope they like the episode. I, I hope so, too. I think they will. Uh, did we ruin it with this no, intro? No, no, it should be good. It uh, should be fun. Okay. Love okay, you guys. Bye. Talk to you in a soon bit. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Matt. We've got Maddie and Brett, the found, co-founders and owners of The End, my favorite coffee shop, which all of you know if you listen to my podcast or followed me for even a second because I'm their number one fan. Hi. Um, so it's really like a huge honor to be here and a huge honor that people showed up and are here and are excited and I'm making new friends, which is my favorite thing ever, and I get to record it to even more friends to listen. So. This is like a really big treat. So I wanted to, before I talk to you guys, I wanted to briefly, you guys sort of know this, and, and Brett, I think you heard part of this on some, you said you listened to some of my podcasts today. So you maybe heard part of the story, but I really want to explain like why it's so meaningful to me to be in this space with you guys and with all of you guys. So I moved to New York recently in June, which is very exciting. And before that, I knew I was moving for maybe like six months or so. And it was something that I, you know, this is my first time living outside of Michigan. I'm from the Midwest. It was a big deal for me to move here. And I was excited. You're from the Midwest too? Yeah, Michigan. What? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I moved from Detroit. No way. We got to talk. We have. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. So I moved here from Detroit just like Sarah. And Sarah, you maybe realize this too. It's like, it's, you know, not, it's not a big deal for everyone to move to a new city or in a new state, but it was for me. You know, I'm an overthinker and like a feeler and it was just, it was a lot. And it was one of those, it was really cold in the winter. I think it was January-ish. And I was freezing and I was like, oh, I'm moving to this city that's going to be cold in the winter. And I'm going to have to, in, in Detroit, it's also cold. But I get into my warm car, into my warm house, <laughs> back into my warm car. Whereas here, my car is like this, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to be walking everywhere. And I was just like, 
am I making the right choice? Why am I not moving to LA? It feels more me there. There's all of these like cool high vibe tonic drinks in LA and there's all of these like weird wellnessy things that I'm into and I'm moving to New York. Like, wah. And then all of a sudden I was tagged that day on Instagram by like, I'm not joking you guys, eight friends. Eight people tagged me in this post. I think you guys had just had a story in the New York Times come out about this little strange to many people, magical, if you're me, drink called the Unicorn Latte. And it was warm and it had ingredients that I loved in it and it was beautiful and it had the word unicorn in it. And it was just one of those little things, but for that, for whatever reason, you know sometimes when you're like down, it can be just like a silly thing that just strikes you and you're like, oh, I'm okay. It was like a wink from the universe that I was making the right choice moving to New York. So that little thing that's, you know, really beautiful novelty drink that's also really healthy and wonderful which we'll hear about really was something that could turn my entire day around and make me feel better about this like new big decision I was making so that was really exciting to me and then cut to a couple months later I was moving here and for everyone that lives here in the city finding an apartment in the city is someone call it a word insane a mess yeah it's really freaking hard yeah and it was really hard to find a place and so I ended up staying with a short-term situation for like a month and I had no idea where I would be or where I would end up but I just like picked the place whatever I was here and one of the first things I wanted to do when I got here and I was settled in was I wanted to go check out that place the end with the latte blah 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 and I look and I put in my phone, I'm like, okay, it has to, I don't really know my, I don't know like what is where, and like I still, my friend just told me I had no idea the East Village is not the Lower East Side until like a week ago. Yeah, we were, we were at a dinner party. Yeah, we were at a dinner party and this girl was like, oh yeah, I live in the Lower East Side. And I was like, me too, let's hear out we're neighbors. And Talia was like, you live nowhere near that. <laughs> so I'm getting it. So my point was I had like no grasp of where things were. And I put in my phone to go to the end and it said, two minute walk <laughs> and it was right around the corner so this kind of ended up being my place and I would come here and I would work and I would just like be in this space and I tried everything on the menu and I had so much fun and I was always like Instagramming it and then one day that I was in here I think I was like maybe the only one in here and this woman comes in she was this lovely woman but I could tell there was like something not off but like just very intense about her like she didn't seem like the normal customer come in here she seemed like she was on a mission so she like comes in and she was a reporter for the Wall Street Journal and she was doing a story on the end and she needed someone to comment on the story and she was like can I talk to someone in here and I was like <laughs> I'm your girl so it was like really one of those full circle moments and it was funny because um, the person working the manager I think it was called you Maddie and was like yeah, so the person came in, and we didn't know when they were coming, but it ended up working well because our best customer was here. <laughs> so that was me, and then I got, to, I got to I meet remember. Maddie and Brett, and now we're all here, so thank you. Thank you. I love thank that. So I had to start with that, um, but this is my favorite thing that I've ever done is started this podcast so I can meet... I think podcasting is the new networking. I can meet really great people through my guests and then also through you guys. I can make more friends. So this is just lovely and it's so important to me to be able to do this in person. That's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to move to New York is doing more of these things in person. And I've done every single podcast since I've moved here in person, which has been great. And this is the first live one since I moved here. So 
Thank you. Okay, cool. So I want to first at first ask you guys what I asked everyone else before we get into your story and how you guys came together and who you are and what the end is. I want to ask each of you, what have you been thinking about, contemplating, learning t- today or in the last like week or month? Just like really quick. You want me to go? You go first. All right, cool. I mean, I think about, you know, just being 33 years old in Brooklyn today. I mean, I'm definitely learning still how to take care of myself, and um, I think I'm learning a lot about what it takes to actually run, you know, a business day-to-day that is as popular as it is. Yeah. Maddie? Um, So I saw this, I was like, well, I think about a lot. This is the kind of, just like every day, I'm always like bringing in new intentions and thoughts (laughs) and like going deep into my Pisces moon side of myself, I'm overthinking. But something that's very present for me right now, I've been thinking a lot about how to bring um, more pleasure into all areas mm-hmm. of my life. And I was reading a book and they were talking about letting your driving force be pleasure versus pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing that into everything I'm doing, into all your senses throughout the day, into your work. And it's just something like especially as an entrepreneur in like New York City and out east in Montauk, it's sometimes like pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Under pressure is definitely um, a nice way to put it. Um, yeah. But it's been a really fun activity and it really makes you like in the moment and really remember like the kind of rich juiciness of life yes. versus the like struggle of life sometimes. So yeah. that's something I'm really trying to practice. Yeah, trying to yeah. call that in a lot. And I think in our lives, we're constantly, like, people who have been listening to the podcast for a while, like, pleasure has been something that I've really been talking about with lots of people in, like, all spectrums of what they do, because I think we so get focused on goals and success, and I, what I've realized is that the goals and success actually get better the more fun I'm having and the more pleasure I'm mm-hmm. having, and when I'm, like, grasping, and Talia, I feel like we were just talking about this, when I'm clenching and holding on and trying to make things happen, I get stuck. And I, it's, it's, that energy isn't very attractive. So I think that's just really aligned with what I'm feeling. <laughs> not suppressed. <laughs> um, okay, so who are you guys? Where are you? So you're from Long Island, right, you said? I am from Long Island. And are you as well, Maddie? Yes, we're from the same hometown. Same hometown. Oh, amazing. So how did you guys meet? Where did oh, we begin? School. Tell me everything. Middle school cafeteria. Height of the awkwardness stage. We were best so friends. Happy. We were yeah. girlfriend and boyfriend. Yeah, we actually no dated in middle school. Did I know you have that's our, uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Anything Sparks. that was awkward in middle school. <laughs> can we get a photo of you guys? In middle oh, school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have like my photo. Know. I'm totally confident. Yeah, I'm like, like in my in my middle school look. That's the photo for this. I know. We might have our eighth grade dance photo, perhaps. <laughs> I feel like that needs to go on the end social media. Yeah, it really. It, oh, you're you're genius. right. That's genius. You're right. You're That's too good. That's like the best you. TBT be ever. So I, know. Awesome. I love that. We can do that. Okay, so you we can arrange it. In middle school. We're yeah. talking about unicorn lattes. In middle school. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, but like, yeah, I mean, Maddie is just a very like free spirit and obviously a deep thinker, and um, she's very very smart. She's a great imagination, and um, yeah, I feel privileged to just be her business partner. But yeah, I mean, I think the menu that we created was a special menu, and Maddie put a ton of time into it, 
and it kind of came together through time and space, like based on our like development together as partners, um, and also innovatively with the juice, um, where we originally started out in Montauk. So like all of that stuff was inspiration to Maddie, and I think she's climbed like kind of like just the wellness ladder in terms of like nutrition. So she's kind of understood it, and she also now understands business a ton. And I think the menu kind of developed, and the word unicorn. But no, I was I was always vibing on the unicorn wavelength in middle school, very whimsical. I mean, my little pony is like Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank, shout out, Shell Silverstein. Yeah, exactly. And you're so Shell Silverstein, Lisa Frank. It's the magic in heaven, nineties heaven. Yeah, my heaven. Exactly. I have been getting to work together out in Montauk. Like, um, Brett was, you know, very athlete, and he went into kind of the more traditional business world, but I started seeing, like, the layers being peeled back. So, going the... back, so what were you doing, Brett? So, you, you go to middle school together. <laughs> Do you, are you guys friends throughout middle school and high school? Absolutely. You stayed friends? Yeah, we went to college. Same so, where did you guys go to school? Uh, we went to the University of Maryland. Okay. So, wow. we were there for, I was there for two years. What I, made I you guys want to go there? Oh man, we're pretty similar. I mean, we. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, he played lacrosse. Right, I played lacrosse, and I went to school at Maryland. Played more lacrosse than school, but I think that like Maddie is very intelligent. I'm pretty smart, but you know, I was focused on sport, and Maddie was there for school. Um, and what were you each studying? Partying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go like kind of like social justice route and I thought being close to DC would be good and I wanted to do that and then I was just like Right. I had an internship at Capitol Hill. I was like, maybe there's another way to change the world that's right. more up my alley, <laughs> more unicorny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, college. College was a lot of fun. And Maryland drew me because it was it was big. It was far enough from home where you could like feel away from your family. Yeah. Um, but also like totally top of the line, like in terms of like athletics and like pushing yourself to the level that you kind of like want to and also surrounding yourself with like the right people um so important yeah so what were you studying business then yeah i was studying business communications at maryland and then i studied the same thing when i transferred to ums so when you were studying business did you want to be an entrepreneur what did you think you would go into um my dad had his own business growing up so he had like a 80, 75 person engineering firm oh, wow. in Manhattan in Midtown. So I was kind of I was like a little kid running around like a big office, you know, talking to the secretary, bothering the accountant, sitting in my dad's like chair and he's kicking me out, people, clients coming in. And like, you know, you just kind of watch that. And it's a dinner table thing. You know, you're at home with your family eating dinner and you learn like, what it's like you know all your dad all my dad talked about business so it's like yeah and sports so but yeah i mean business always fascinated me you know what whatever it was i i was into it like, yeah i enjoyed reading books about it uh, i hated math i i don't like i didn't really enjoy science i love animals but i didn't really enjoy science um but i did really enjoy like the concept of people mm. um and i love stories I love content, um, and I have a passion for um, for it. So when you graduated, what did you go into right away, or is that when you guys started to work together? 
No, no. more to the story. So well, <laughs> it's more to the story. I mean, I got into uh, finance right when I left uh, college, which is funny because I, I, like I said, I didn't really like math. Um, my older brother's an artist, and that always kind of attracted me. So I think like entrepreneurship was six or seven years away from the time that I had my first job. Yeah. Um, Because there's so much you need to learn. Right. You know, so I learned all these different things and skill sets and things I never thought I would learn. And finally, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take the plunge. And And that's when you guys came together? Well. (laughs) Or did you do another? Maddie Maddie and I, um, we always kept in touch. So you were always friends. Um, always friends. And we would see each other at parties and things like that. Um, and Did you both move back to the city after graduation? We'll get to Maddie's yeah. story. Yes. I mind. moved um, <laughs> into New York City Okay. after I graduated. Um, I also spent some time out on Long Island. Um, and then I moved back into the city. And I gave it one last try. Um I actually come from a, a background where, um, you know, of addiction. So there was a time between my last professional job and starting my entrepreneurship where I faced addiction and I went away and came back and kind of had a different perspective on life and, you know, what it means to um, live a healthy life yeah. and be good day to day with yourself. Yeah, I mean... That's great. That's kind of... Congratulations. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's a crazy world. (laughs) Okay, so we want to get back to that. But meanwhile, so you guys are in school together. You stay in touch through school. You're constantly friends with through school and then what did you do in school and after graduation um so yes meanwhile um uh, i need some sound effects <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, my next purchase. so yeah i've definitely always been a little like on the non-traditional path um again i went to school and i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do and um i think looking back i would have definitely benefited from doing one of those like create your own major programs or yeah. going to some like School of Energetic Medicine yeah. in, like, Australia or something. I'm like, oh, like, I wasn't really, like, nothing felt, everything felt, like, constrictive to me, kind of. Um, so then after um, college, I convinced my parents. I, like, it was the best idea for me just to travel for a while and not get a job. And I, like, really made a very, like, hard case for this. Um, so I just... Gap um, year, if you Yeah, like. kind of a gap year but in between, like, college and, like, the real life. world yeah. and life. <laughs> So um, I just took like, the rest of my savings, just kind of went around Central America and wow. lived there for a while, which was, like, I loved the lifestyle there. I loved, like, you know, Costa Rica, Pura Vida. Like, I just loved the, yeah. like, oh, well, like, everyone's outside all the time and, like, community and you're watching, like, sunset together at night. And I loved the um, food there and just, like, surfing and yoga. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just felt really good to me, but I did, like, miss... Um, I did miss the energy of New York City and the like, the people you meet here and the creativity and the culture and the just constant like it's an enchanted city. Like it really, my parents like were artists here in the city and I've always been like I have to come, I have to like do something in New York City and like kind of you know put your mark on it. I guess kind of not in like a prideful way, but I had to like have my New York City experience. Um, 
Some have always wondered, especially growing up so close to it. Yeah, and my parents lived in, like, the East Village when it was, like, bohemian, like, legit, like, just, like, artists. Coolest parents. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to see cool parents. Yeah, Yeah, like, they're here. Next podcast. They're definitely, like, cooler than me. Oh, my God. (laughs) My, oh, God. (laughs) Is the world ready for a Jack podcast? Beach Renaissance, man. Yeah, my dad is. Maybe that's what we do in Montauk. Oh, God. Oh, you would love that. You would make his whole life up. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so I went to Costa Rica and then I came back and I was kind of looking for that balance of like the New York City life and the people you meet here and the culture and the entrepreneurship and just this like like there's this amazing like everything in New York, every city has its own amazing things about mm-hmm. it, but things in New York are just like broadcast like a stronger. Yeah vibration or volume when they're here like everything is just like more intense here and it's like do you want for better or for worse i think you'll really love this and i we're gonna get right back to your story quickly i have it to interject though i do you guys know ruby warrington mm-hmm. she's the numinous yeah so yes. she did the she lives right around here actually and i was at her house doing the podcast last week and she told me that manhattan has that energy because it's actually built on a crystal mm-hmm. yeah I know. I know. I know. That was my reaction. I know. Anyway, so I think Ruby and I were in the same workshop <laughs> where someone told us. I we were both like, "What?" That yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I love that. Yeah, but it that is exactly like what it is here. Um, and then so I worked um, for a magazine for a while, and then it was like, right when publishing was kind of dipping, and so I just. What were you doing in magazines? Um, well, it was funny. I went to go do, like, editorial. Um, I was working at uh, Real Simple. And then, like, the second I came back from Costa Rica, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll have a job for you. I'm like, oh, great. Like, emailing. Like, awesome. Like, I, for once, had my stuff together. Yeah. And then I came back, and they're like, well, actually, so publishing, um, not doing so great right now. And they're like, do you know how to do, like, web development stuff? And I was like, yeah. Like, just like, you know, I was like, sure. You just say yes. <laughs> I was like, sure. They're like, so I started working on their, their digital side and their website. Cool. Um I don't know. I guess I'll just admit it now. It's safe. It's been like 10 years. Okay. But I like had no idea what I was doing. They're like, you know how to HTML code? Right? I'm like, mm-hmm. Totally. And I was like Googling like, what is HTML? And I was like, um, so I guess this is a constant thing. I think that's life. actually very good for people to hear. Yeah. Like, just like the fake like, it till you make a thing mm-hmm. is just very real. Like, sure. Like, and I just like top, stayed up at night and just taught myself like coding and like what is SEO? And this was like you know, 10 years ago, so I had, like, never heard any of these things yet, and I was like, okay, okay. Good for um, you. She is funny. Then- <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny, because when I had met Maddie, she was at this juice business, not actually when I met her, I met her when I was in middle school, but when we re-met and started yeah. to, like, establish a business connection, she was working for a juice business. So this and was after the magazine. After yeah. the magazine. And but she every time I met her, she was like so prepared. And <laughs> I wasn't sure if she was prepared? faking it or make you know, I don't none of that. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. she would always take incredible notes and I'm very reliant on that. Mm-hmm. And it felt really my point is, it felt amazing just interacting with her on a day to day basis. Um, so then, yeah, we... So you somehow go away from the magazine yeah, and so, I get a juice So company. my, like, I always, <laughs> I'd like the next projects a lot. So I was at the magazine and I was like, you know what, guys? Like, we should have, like, a social media, like, Facebook and, like, Twitter. And they were just like, whoa, 
I don't know, that sounds kind of crazy. Like, there's, yeah. like, you know, big companies, they're like, I don't know. We have to, like, get a lot of, like, approval and stuff. And I was like, and also I realized that for me, like, it was fun to be in, like, um, that corporate environment. I learned so much, such amazing people, and, like, I it was amazing resources. But then I realized that, like, I like to move at, like, a different pace. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So then I just um, was like, I'm just going to start my own, like, social media marketing branding consulting oh, thing because cool. um, I wanted to travel some more and I just it was when social media was kind of very like new and I was like I can figure, figure this, this out. out yeah like I can figure <laughs> out HTML I can do it <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really fun because it also allowed that kind of more like I don't know what you call it politely, but like the ADHD side of my personality. Because I'm like, well, yeah. oh, I want to work freelance and do social media for like a dog shelter and then for a realtor and then for like a singer mm-hmm. and someone in fashion. And it kind of allowed me to like do this like poo-poo platter of all my like nice. things that like I was kind of passionate about and saw like, oh, that's cool, but not being on the inside of that industry I don't like. Like, yeah. oh, fashion I like from afar, but not like in it. It's not like on my wavelength. Right. Um, and then, yeah, then I started just getting really into like... Um, I just had, like, a, I don't know how else to call it, a calling. Like, I just really wanted to get into health and wellness and nutrition and do something that really was, like, felt, like, purposeful to me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it came from my family is, like, very into, my mom is, like, original, um, or the original, like, wellness guru. Like, very we cool. were just grew up, you know, doing Lucky. apple cider vinegar shots. Cool. And she just always taught me about things that, like, sounded so crazy. And then, like, ten years later, a study comes out. And she was always very big into juicing. And so she, like kind of taught me a lot about that and I kind of just yeah. came like you know, full circle back to that being very like seeing really the impact of what happens to your whole being by putting like pure beautiful vibrant nutrients into it and um, right. and I loved the juicing concept because I started reading all these books on like enzymes and healthy cooking <laughs> and I started like my Pinterest was like oh I have to make like raw like uh, nut milk for myself and all stuff mm-hmm. and then but the freelance lifestyle plus just like my east village like apartment that was this big yeah. i was like it's just never gonna happen like everything it just never was aligned yeah. so i love the concept i loved of, your apartment yeah it was great it was amazing it's like a mermaid den <laughs> much like this place yeah it totally it's basically was this place in yeah. the apartment yeah. Yeah. Um, so i'm curious if you grew up that way because i'm always curious about this with kids and, and the yeah. way they grew up eating so did you move away from that when you were in college and younger and then kind of get back into mm-hmm. it? Yeah, definitely. Me and my sisters always say, we're like, oh, we just definitely went through, I guess, like a nutrition rebellion stage where <laughs> yeah. you're just like, oh, I just want Oreos and Gushers all the time. Yeah. Like, ah. And then, but the good thing about when you grow up that way, it's like your body has this like muscle memory of like, no matter how bad I would be eating, I'd be like, oh, my body needs like some greens right now and so it does give you this like like your bounce back is always like like you can only get too far off the path and you're just like no I need some probiotics now like damn and then as you get older and you realize that it's not just like denying yourself something like not denying yourself junk food or goes back to pleasure pleasure you're like infusing your body with like these beautiful like gifts and things that can actually course correct other things that are going on or um, like, for me, a lot of it, why I liked it was really the connection to, like, your intuition and your joy and your creativity and your, like, centeredness. Because sometimes, like, my body like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I'll just work out. Who cares how I eat? But then, like, oh, when I eat, like, my connection to my, like, I didn't really know how to say it at the time, but, like, my higher self mm-hmm. was just your so intuition. strong, my intuition. Yeah. And I'm like, this just feels good. Like, I want to be in this space. Like, 
this is where I feel aligned and like confident Um, so um, so yeah I went to the Institute uh, for Integrative Nutrition um, because I was like I really want to like learn more about this but I didn't I knew like a traditional I wanted to learn the scope of what it means like hope to be healthy in a holistic sense well what I love about you and I know this is a big IAN thing about adding things in and not yeah. taking things out and a, a subtraction by addition or whatever that's called and I think that's something that you said going back to pleasure I love that we started with yeah. that because I think that's so important with wellnessy things of like it can be so dogmatic and it can mm-hmm. you know my work you know is all about how it can be so dogmatic that it's really unhealthy mentally which is the opposite of what you're trying to do and that's why I think building pleasure into these really high vibe wonderful superfoods with what you know up to the present with what you guys do now (laughs) is like it can seem really like dark and scary to like be healthy and like Talia is such a great example of this Talia who's here shout out to Party My Plan (laughs) previous podcast guest also has has an amazing podcast and she's Famous and amazing. <laughs> and now she's blushing. Anyway, Talia, um, now oh, she's all about making it fun, you know, making it pleasurable. And, like, that's what the unicorn latte totally embodies and this, like, whole place embodies. So you are bopping around. You're, you're yes. drinking juice. You start so working much bopping. after I Oh, my God. Yes. You so much bopping. So much place, so, Not your own? So then, no, I, um, I, yeah. Bopping is a great way of putting it. I was like, okay, I'm going to work for an acupuncturist. I'm going to work with an Ayurvedic practitioner. And I was just like, because the social media is a good, like, gateway to everyone. I'm like, you, everyone needs help with social media. Yeah. And they're like, everyone. yeah. It's so it's like, so I'd be like, okay. So Nobody I'd be like, idea what they're doing. I work with yeah. some of the most amazing, like, brilliant minds and people who had studied, like, you know, for 30 years so cool. in a field. And so I got to, like, pick and choose. But then I, um always going back to my mom as the original like guru for like the juicy yeah. and she just like intuitively knows so much about food to her. <laughs> <laughs> she's the best she is she'll like, be an angel. all white she's an angel she wears all white oh, all the time she kundalini yeah no but she like is without realizing it though That's I think amazing. sometimes I told her I'm like mom do you she know she was kundalini before kundalini I'm like do you know white wow. and, do you know white strengthens your auric huh. field and she's like like she just knows. She doesn't need to. Her aura feel is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, amazing. Yeah. So you you grew up that way. Now you're working at the juice shop. You're what I think is so beautiful about the social media piece and how you were able to network with all of these people. And I mentioned this before the podcast or during the podcast about how I look at podcasting as the new networking. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it was kind of the same thing. You weren't asking these people will you be my mentor or can I learn from you or can I have this free service you were asking how can I give how can I like serve and help you and then that like helped you to learn and like build that relationship which was really cool and I just wanted to say that thank you Um, okay so you're helping these other people so doing that so So then when do you then of course like because I'm like I do have a a very like overactive creative brain and so I kept like learning all this stuff and then I was but like, I need to learn about like juice. I smell juice. I'm like, I just love that it's like a bottle and it's like as Easy. fast as you could eat a bagel on your subway, like in your coffee, you could have like loads of nutrients and super yeah. herbs and cool, funky ingredients you don't know how to pronounce. And then so I was like, I want to learn more about this. So I um, started working with a juice company and it was great. I learned a lot, but it was a little different than what we do. Um, but of course, whatever, anyone who in this room who's like a creative like thinker, I was just like, oh, like, 
just like, what if you did this and did this and what if yeah. you just did this and did this? And it started like almost making my brain hurt. And that's that box. like, and then I was kind of getting a little like that frustrated feeling. Right, like I wanted, like I wanted to make interest right. at home. And I was like, oh, getting like that kind of just that, that intuition, that download of information. Like this is, this would yeah. work cool. This would work cool. Um, I'm trying to talk about it with the current company, but they were just like in their way. So it was kind of like back to the publishing thing. Like when you're just kind of, you sort of outgrow yeah. like certain things and it's a kind of a cool feeling instead of like following that feeling because then we had been like in touch but you know, like anything as you get older that you know it's not like high school yeah. every day kind of like would see each other here and there and then we my girlfriends planned a girls weekend to Montauk and <laughs> he was out there with some other of our friends from high school so is Montauk okay so you guys grew up so in Long Island this, this brings us like New York geography again yeah exactly you're like so Montauk is not near the East yes, Village yes they were, they, were so teaching me, they were teaching me what Montauk is this is let's let's make this the pull time. down map here <laughs> you do a pointer right? <laughs> um Okay, so explain to me Montauk compared to where you guys grew up. What is Montauk? Why is it so magical? Why was the girls' weekend there? Tell me oh, everything. Man. So Montauk. magical. Where do we start? Well, it's I will say it's um, so where we grew up is like kind of halfway between the city and Montauk. It's an easy way of putting it on the okay. Long Island, the long, the very long fish island. that is Long Island okay. shape. Um, Montauk is, is it shaped as a fish. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Michigan is shaped as a hand? <laughs> I did not know that. Lydia knows that. <laughs> That's cool. The mitten, just, oh, uh, just the mitten. The I one piece of geography. Fish in the hand. I, yeah. <laughs> something. They there. go together. They go there. <laughs> um, well, we do, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so fish we're on the hand. fish. Who cares about the hand? We're on the fish. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the middle of the fish. So that's we're also from the middle. So, <laughs> um, so much to say about Montauk. Brett's family had a house there growing up a lot and my family in their bohemian ways would live in the East Village growing up like my where they met my parents and uh-huh. then they were out in more like the other areas of the Hamptons but when it used to be more like yeah. you could be out there as artists like you know yeah painting and stuff like that so he had a, a big family background in Montauk and my dad's family was all like in, in the fishing industry too so again with this like pull feeling like when you just feel pulled to certain areas yeah. um yeah it's like the energy vortex for us when yeah. when you go out like when I was out there I had been going through just a lot of like emotional like things in my life and a lot of like big changes that I made and I was my friends were like let's go out to Montauk and when I got there it was this feeling of like I hadn't been there since I was like kind of like high school age and I was like oh my god this feels so good here and it brought back that Costa Rica so cool. feeling that like Oh, walking on barefoot, like sunsets, right. the eating clean, like, oh my god, like, I, love that. I was like, oh, I, I love this place, like, I don't just like, like, I love, my friends are like, yeah, yeah, it's fun, I'm like, no, like, I love this place, <laughs> I was like, why everyone's walking around barefoot, like, I love this place. Okay, I want to go there, I feel like we should pack up and get a van right now, for people who are not in this room and, like, don't know anything about Montauk, maybe they're in Michigan, like yeah. me. My beautiful friends here who just got engaged at my... Yeah. Woo! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Two weeks so magical. So I kind of felt like I was there because I was like, wow. watching on their vacation yeah. on Instagram stories. Oh and then the, like, the day before they left, we were all hanging out. And they literally sat me down and explained to me, like, okay, there's the Hamptons, mm-hmm. and then the furthest point is Montauk, and, like, yeah. that, they were, I think your exact words were, that's the coolest part, I think you'd like it best there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what they said. So, I Definitely. still need to go. So, you're yeah, there. You're coming out in September. I'm coming out in September. It's going to be great to meet your parents. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so you're there, you're in Montauk for this girls' weekend, and then you guys reconnect? And so, yeah, Brett was out there. I was out there with my friends, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Um, on the beach, going to the, you know, bars. So you guys run into each other. You weren't planning on hanging out then? No, I don't think we weren't planning on it. We weren't planning on hanging out at all. We kind of just all met up. I was um, dating a mutual friend of... Um, Maddie's on and off during that time, and uh, Maddie roamed out there, and I know that you know yeah, we just her friend like, Jen too. Yeah, Jen Santarella is a close friend of ours. We Give her a shout out on that. Jen, Jen, also Hi, shout Jen. out to Jen shout for planning that trip to Montauk because yeah, yeah, we changed here. my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, because then like we reconnected, and I think like back it's Montauk, it's the Hamptons, and there's just long <laughs> stretch, and then it's just the end, like Montauk, and it has oh, a different right. the yeah. end. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> so that so, is why the shop's named. So yeah. that, and to me, like it was a spot, and it still like is this exact feeling to me every day I'm there. But mm-hmm. things like you feel very connected to your intuition out there. Like it's another energy vortex, and it is like all the beaches are crushed up like quartz and citrine amongst other like minerals from the glacial pull out there there's just like water surrounding you ever side there's so much like so many creative people and hardworking people and just the most unique mixture of human beings you'll find and then everyone's just in this like laid back like oh, salty amazing. mode and it's just so cool it's an and amazing crew I find it some place like so cool you guys got engaged there I find like right. intentions you set there and things you put out there are like very supported like it's it has like a crackling like magic energy in it and so I think that's so cool you guys got engaged there's so there. much We're good awesome. happening out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's very, like, it's very sacred and inspiring and cool. And even at this time, I didn't really have the vocabulary to know all this, but then we had this, like, chance to meet up. It was so fun. And we he was doing a lot of yoga and, like, taking care of himself. And he was like, oh, it's just, like, I can't believe there's... We started talking about juice because I was on like the job, like the, the gospel of juice everywhere I went. Like you know when you get into something, I'm one of those people. We were just going like, to yoga a lot in the city. Yeah, and we were we were out in Montauk that weekend. We just kind of reconnected out there. And yeah, that's where and we you started had talking gone more. Yeah, recovery we at that point. What did you say? Yeah. Maybe? I think so we started doing yoga after that, right? Because right. he was like... I was doing yoga, then we started He was doing yoga. yoga on his own, and then yeah, he had, you had already gone through your recovery, and that's when I'd you were like... I already gone through recovery. And then you were doing yoga, like, a lot, and then I was like, you gotta, gotta try juice. Like, I'm yeah. one of those people that I'm like, oh my god, like, crazy. green juice, like, you will love it. Like, yoga and I green juice, like, you feel one day infinite at, uh, after that. Yoga to the people. Yeah. I right. Shout out to yoga to the people, because yeah, while to the I was people, freelancing, yeah. that was, like, the only thing I could ever afford or go to. <laughs> and then, like, it, it kept me, like, so afloat and, like, calm and centered. So, yeah, I love yoga to the people. So I, like, took him, like, gotta come yoga to the people with me. Go to juice after it's gonna like change your life. Like just anytime you have a bad day, just yoga and green juice. Like yoga and green juice. It's like so simple. And he, so I, I, that's when I realized that he's like the best, the best student ever, but also just such like a driven personality. Because then I he would talk to me like a week later. He's like, so I have tried every juice place in the Lower East Side and East Village, and tried every, every single thing from like juice press and um, heartbeat juicery. And all stuff. I'm like, oh, like you really like ran with this like I was like he like saying stuff that I'd never been trying before I'm like I don't even know what that is um and so we kind of like had this 
connection and we're like oh it's like our true happy hour it's a way to like connect and be together without drinking and he would invite some of his friends and it was just great it was really nice um it's in it's like in our mid-20s so it's like nice to like hang out with people and you're not like in a bar like it was nice yeah. to like actually have like an authentic hangout time um yeah. and it so was we had, really nice we had a lot of like really good conversations and then just flash forward to him calling me on the phone and I was like not even a text like you know when someone calls you and you're like is someone dead I know (laughs) 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 he's our friend who like still calls so I'm like I was like what's wrong (laughs) yeah so (laughs) he's all about the human connection I really appreciate that that. no we like that that's why we keep him around like okay Okay. Um, we should be more like you. Yeah, exactly. Like, next podcast, you teach yeah. us how to be even more human. Yeah. But for now, whenever anyone calls so, me, someone yeah. has died or like they need something very urgent. Yeah. And I did. And yeah. Did. It was urgent. So what was that call? Why did you decide to call at that point? Tell us everything. What was going through? Well, your I, I had an idea, and I didn't want to like spoil it because <laughs> I I feel I don't know. It would have made me feel like guilty. So. So well, I, you sometimes like I feel like I need to get it out before I forget about it, or I feel like if yeah. I don't use it, it'll get recycled and someone else yeah. will. It's your something. intuitive pull. It's like this yeah. idea is so good. Like, we need to do something about this right now. And so yeah. he called right. me. So I called you, and we met at an art gallery down on the Lower East Side, and that's when I said, um, "Let's start Montauk Juice Factory." And just like that, so he said it, and I was on this bench, and I just remember I was like. She got the chills. It's like when you can see flash forward, like everything, like in a, in a word or sentence, I saw like everything, how like, I could imagine the business going and where it could yeah. happen. I was like, oh my God, it's such an amazing, like mystical, like charge spot with this like product that would be amazing to bring to the world in yeah. our own unique way with our own yeah. message um, and just do it, like, to the best we can. And everything, like, in an instant. Like, I saw it in a flash. I didn't have a dollar. Yeah, and I was like, it made no sense at all. Because we were, again, like, kind of, like, friends from high school, college. Like, hang out doing yoga. Like, whole lives. Like, in the city. No money. No real experience doing this. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> was the name? Like, he came up with the right name. Right on. I was like, yes. He came up with the name. Yeah. He said it just like that. And I was like... That's a fantastic idea. Like, it just had that tingly. Yeah, you it's knew. completely nothing that your rational mind would ever right. agree with at all. But then. We'd probably tell you not to do. Yeah, just like this makes no. On a million yeah. fronts, makes no sense. Um, <laughs> but then it was, yeah. So then that began like a whole amazing. And it sounds like journey. a lot of the things from your each of your past, like you mm-hmm. with social media and mm-hmm. with content and HTML and you with the business background <laughs> and everything that you've learned, kind of culminated in being able to make yeah. something that actually thrives. So Absolutely. what was the next step? Did you talk to other people? How did you make it happen? And how long ago was this? It was three and a half years ago when we first started. Well, that's when we first opened. Yeah, so I guess the conversation was like four years ago or sure. something. Sure, um, makes sense. So yeah. How long so, from that point to when you guys opened? Uh, it's pretty... So quick. It's pretty it quick like because it was like the fall, like end of fall... Uh-huh. And we kind of knew, we're like, well, kind of open by summer. 
Right. And, like, again, with the good idea feeling, he, like, he's like, we can't let it go a whole year. Like, yeah. a year and a half, because someone will, like, start oh, another yeah. business. Oh, like, oh. I just couldn't believe, well, actually, besides the chill feeling I got, the second feeling was, like, how does that not already exist? Like, I was right. kind of like, it's probably just makes sense. So like, there weren't juice places in Montauk? Um, no, not no. a cold press juice place, and after your typical I, juice bar, wasn't yeah, yeah. When I the um, cafe and stuff, like yeah, that. I became very much like you know, very psychotically fanatic and in love with cold press juice. So then yeah. I was, you know, how you get on like when you get like when you learn about something. Right. So we went out there and we couldn't find any, and we I was like, this is like such a beautiful open, like something just to take advantage of. So yeah. we so just we went out. So I drove to Montauk, found a space. Yeah. Okay, no, question. No, no. What is Montauk like in the winter? Because it oh, seems like oh. it's a, it's a summery kind Three of Three winters time. out there, guys. It is special. It is um, different. But uh, people still come? You guys are still open and everything? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we are open all year round. There's 4,000 people in there in the winter. 5,000. Versus like 40 to 90,000 wow. in the summer. Okay. <laughs> Big so if you imagine the difference, so that's something that, like business-wise, you have to take into consideration that you know your mm-hmm. primary months of the year, you're going to do the primary amount of your business, and then compensate Definitely. for that. I mean, I think that the the volume obviously goes down, <laughs> but it's all about celebrating like a space um, all year round, giving a brand a place where your guests can come and experience talking to. You the leadership of the, like you guys are doing right now, of the two businesses that are running and also trying the products, talking about them, asking good questions. Yeah. Um, and like smiling together and connecting and becoming friends with people so that they follow you and then cr- create their own moment and share it with somebody else in hopes that they come and experience the same thing one day. And, um, that's like the first part about starting like really good business. Right. Just in having people come enjoy this space. Yeah. Well, was that then an impetus for this space that we're standing in right now? Since this is, you know, to me, more of a winter space. You have hot Mm -hmm. drinks, you have lattes. So how, what was the genesis of the end? How did this come to be? Um, So I guess back to Montauk with the Juice Factory. It was interesting as anyone here who is like, as maybe want to start their own project or own business, like, like, Brett always says the business sometimes makes you do the work, makes you get creative. And with our Montauk shop, it was like, yeah, everyone comes to you all summer. And then our first, like, fall, we're like, okay, now we have to figure out how, like, we go to everyone. Like, yeah. we kind of had to shift our whole business oh, model. I like that. Which the was, like, interesting. So it was like, okay, to kind of, like, shift this whole, like, concept. And so we started doing home deliveries and juice subscriptions. And then eventually working up to, like, wholesaling with some really amazing partners. Um, so it was very interesting doing that. And we did that for, like... Um, three years and then like like three winters and then um and Montauk is very magical in the winter too like it's definitely quiet it's introspective but it's like living with the true seasons like summer's like high high energy and then like winter is like if you're okay with being with yourself and being quiet and going within yeah. it's like the best place ever for that because cool. you can actually tap it's into a great that. place to become very humble yeah <laughs> because it, it's got all the elements of like difficulty but they're all like so beautiful you know something so pretty but it's really like hard like and rough yeah. in a way um but yeah i mean the business it's like it's humbling because you're out there and like 12 weeks everybody loves you <laughs> like 
then they just break up with you. <laughs> they go back to New York and they fall in love again here. So it's like, <clears throat> and then you're chasing that love. So it's like reversed itself and nobody ever, no, that never works out. So it's like Montauk became this, it's like a brand for us, but it's also like the most meaningful, special place for Maddie and I. Um, and all of our ideas came from, from that space. Yeah. And then so, so this space is, we thought, we kept, we were bringing, um, the thing that did help us get a good momentum was that um, we really put a lot of like effort and thought into our drinks. We also wanted it to kind of represent like Montauk in a bottle, like the experience of a Montauk and that, that good feeling and feeling in touch with your intuition and like living fresh and clear like when you know the feeling of going on a bike ride and jumping in the ocean or yeah. a bonfire on the beach at night we we're like always trying to like capture that and it really worked but then when um we had an opportunity we started like for this space right. we like kind of had a like a interesting like a real estate offer and we we're like oh and then we started thinking like it'd be cool to actually bring the same vibes we get in montauk to an actual space then because spaces are where we have the most fun like you can really create an experience yeah. for people. Um, and that kind of became the inspiration behind everything here. We're like, well, Montauk is very inspiring. It gets to touch with your intuition. People are doing amazing things out there. Like, every one of our friends is, like, an entrepreneur or a creator or an artist or, Absolutely. like, travels the world. It's like everyone's doing something fantastic there. So, we're like, maybe we could bring their stuff here, give it a that platform, bring it in, bring that energy in. Um, so, like, everything you see in here is from our friends in Montauk and then some new friends we have in Brooklyn that we really love and like all products and things we really believe in. And they're like, we'll have the juice here, like the vibes fridge. And then like, we'll have really good coffee. So you and knew then, you wanted to be in a coffee shop because the space there, is it a coffee shop? No, we, yeah, we knew we wanted to do a coffee shop. We thought about repeating the juice shop, but we get like... We didn't, I, we didn't, the <laughs> juice shop is great, but in New York, there. Juice There's bars all yeah, over the place. Exactly. So we wanted to just do yeah. it different, and like we've always done everything different. I'm like, ah, why repeat something that we just figured out? Let's right. create a whole new thing we right. don't know anything so, about. As, as you can imagine, let's teach everybody that we knew was so happy. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> teach each other lattes. Like I was like, let's just why do that? Oh, no. That's so boring. You mean Actually, it's not going to be Montauk Juice Factory? No. Yeah. So, but we thought really? too, like when you go to Montauk, you'll see the Juice Factory concept yeah. really works there right. because. It's just grab and go. People come in literally like sandy, barefoot. Yeah. You grab it. It's like a block from the ocean. It's great. But we're like, we want to me like nothing beats coffee shop culture. Like in the winter, like the cozy cup. This like, just wouldn't work. The same vibe from Montauk wouldn't work here in the winter in the snow. No one yeah. wants a cold juice in the winter. Exactly. So we're warm. like, okay, exactly. still like bringing that feeling in. But like coffee shops where like you sit, gather. As someone who's always like freelancing, I'm like, no, I love a good totally. coffee shop. Like yes. coffee shops are like my office, office, my jam, my like everything. So we started thinking about that and like we both like love good coffee too. So um, the idea just started like, kind of, again, like materialized pretty fast. We're like, oh great, like coffee yeah, juice coffee, vibes. Coffee juice and vibes, uh, the end is great. Yeah. Great name, sounds, you know, um, people would recognize it. Yeah. And, uh, it has a lot of cross. Has a lot of cross play and marketing. I and figured it was like a fairy tale, <laughs> yeah, which like, is like there's it's a double yeah. meaning there. There's everyone. a lot of there's, there's a lot so many of de- de- yeah. definitely double meaning. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so now the end. You're you're going to start this coffee shop. 
I was gonna say the end is here, not in the podcast. Yeah. So don't worry, we're gonna press on. Don't you worry. <laughs> you guys had lattes, it'll be fine. Love so it. anyway, you know you're gonna start the end. Where does the idea for the actual unicorn latte and the name come from? Maddie. Um. So, when you, so you knew you were gonna have my coffee. brain. <laughs> so you knew you were gonna have coffee here, but then when were you like? Sprinkles and color. Yeah. And oh, like that's all these other we, so. Well, let's rewind to the right. plant okay. alchemy menu, which you right. see over here. Yes. Um, so I guess a few things. One, that's a lot here. I always love just doing like weird things. Like right. I was like, that's just like coffee juice. Like let's get like a little weird with it. Like that's like right. like get a little experimental. And I was like, we're in Brooklyn. Like people will either really respond to it or they won't and we'll just carry on with our normal coffee yeah. menu um, and, and this is pretty recent now right because you guys just opened this place in mm-hmm. December um, we oh, all, that's when we launched our menu that's when we launched the Plant Alchemy menu we that's opened right. this place kind of like September October okay. very like slow like slow. slow start opening just like getting the coffee running yeah. getting the juice in here um, but I thought it'd be cool to fuse kind of like that cozy coffee culture we're talking about like I think it's a big like a big mug of something like just nothing beats like a yes. big mug totally. uh, it's just like I don't know if I Kills grew up bottle. if I grew up yes. watching too many friends or something like that yes. episodes, but I'm just like what is it about that big mug like um, the central perk yeah. of the 2000s it really is stop you did it. Stop. You've arrived. Okay, I'm done, everyone. Podcast is over. <laughs> That's like the highest. Oh my God. a child of the no, 80s and like, 90s. Yes. You're it's in the much. TV buffet of the new generation. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> can't even handle it. Can't I be your Rachel Green? I cannot handle it. I feel like we should have Fish in hand. Fish in hand. The fish in the hand. Stop it. Um, the name oh of the God. coffee shop. Slash podcasting space. Coming soon. Exclusive. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, so, okay, so you're so having we, these we have big ideas. mugs, and also when I used to freelance, I would sometimes mm-hmm. spend literally like eight hours at a coffee shop, and you feel bad because yeah. you want to keep buying stuff. So I'm like, yeah. I'll have another cappuccino, and I'm like, I, I would leave and just be like, uh, up to like four in the morning, and like very angry yeah. and like irritable. Um, yeah. Upside down face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, what if you did those same like like a. Uh, coffee and juice together you had stuff that was like healthy here but like cozy and I had obviously like seen some like tonic stuff and right. like turmeric lattes but I was like I don't know and I, there's so many ingredients that I wanted to introduce like with the juices but I, was, like, I think yeah. they actually would work better in a hot beverage or you could just present it um my other thing is then from my social media background and the very visual and I love like whimsy and everything so it's like it'll be fine to make everything just super engaging and super yeah. colorful and um, drinks for a purpose, like the juice, but really having just fun with it. Like, again, not taking things too seriously and things that you were excited to, like, play with, like, art. Um, it makes you feel really good. And so we kind of just started developing some of those recipes. And that kept, like, wanting me to launch them. I get very weird, like, perfectionist vibes on things. And it's the, driving me nuts. <laughs> he's like, like that's well, why I took kind just... of... I was like, he's like, I was ready to do it. And I was like, <laughs> not yet. Like, I just haven't perfected, like... I needed the purple amethyst to be this color and that, and what topping goes on it, and da da da. And like, where does stresses me out? Procure <laughs> like all of these, and I'm like, there's like some weird ingredient and it's that I read kind about. And to source all these lattes, it is oh. very expensive. Like these yeah. ingredients are super good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's not only are they expensive, but you can only get very small amounts of them at one time, and it's also like. The business that's doing it is like 
the size of a freckle. Yeah, like some of the ingredients I get, there's like email the farmer or like whoever's harvesting right. it. Like it's just some of the stuff we work with is just oh, so like so local. It's That's so amazing. like like niche weird things that I'm finding, and I'm just it like, is local, not local to here, not but local. it's like a local. Yeah, yeah like it's so refreshing, especially in coffee shops, because there there's a million chains of coffee shops, right. and there's a not thought to the actual ingredients, and it's all about scale and source, and that's what's really beautiful about being in this space, and Thank like you. the thought that goes into all this, and the time that you took to develop and create those recipes is right. really impressive. So then, take it. So I want to read something that I wrote from that I wrote down in my notes from the New York Times article that came out about mm-hmm. once this much must have launched, and, and I think you're speaking to this now, you said, as psychedelic as you can get without using drugs. Yes. So, and yes. I love that. <laughs> so you're developing this menu, and then what was the launch process like? Did you ever expect the media and the social media, like, Disney storm chills. that would come? Thinking <laughs> about that gives um, me the honesty. What was, the, the was that yeah. New York Times piece, the first biggest media thing that you guys got? Um, yeah, so the unicorn latte, I guess, so, yeah, I guess reminding back to your other question before, but the unicorn latte, um, another big thing is, like, I love, I love the concept of having fun opening up to your own intuition, to your, like, infinite potential, it's getting, like, trippy through breath work and meditation, all this stuff that, I feel like, this stuff is, like, yeah, this is, like, better than, like, drinking and drugs, like, tapping into your own like highest vibration people are like oh duh yeah it's like right but it's not that there's so much separation there between what maddie just said and reality right none of that really like so many people struggle with that and i think maddie's found that to be really helpful in her life and making it fun too because all those other ways to reach that consciousness are easier and like everywhere whereas this is obviously more niche and yeah we thought we the main ingredient in it the e3 live blue green allergy is something that like i use a lot and i like you know i always like wanted it for to cut brain fog was why i started having it midday when right. i was freelancing like it's good for creativity um I was like, so great, you started great, great. making this for yourself just drinking the shots of it, of uh-huh. the E3 Live. But I was like, how do I get people on board with this? It doesn't uh-huh. taste so great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do like I do <laughs> like, everyone needs this, <laughs> and like it's mold. not Algae, that you know. appealing right now. I was like, um, because, like, I started, like, oh, yeah, it cuts brain fog, great, 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 great. And then, okay, then oh, plugs it into the bliss center of your brain. I'm like, go on, bliss center. I could use that. Maddie was coming out in Puerto Rico. And then... <laughs> Costa Rica, and like, I'm sorry. Decalcifies your pineal gland and all these things that I'm like, oh, there's like, oh, mystics use it. Oh my god, like, oh, people like mediums use it. And I'm like, right. wait, what? This is getting yeah. crazy now. And I'm like, some snake oil <laughs> stuff. Too. And I'm like, this is crazy. So we're like, how do we bring this to the world in a way that like people are stoked to drink it? And I think that you know, there's a lot going on in our society, and there's a lot of. Uh, I don't know how you'd say it. A lot of stuff you see on the internet, especially, is people, like, talking at each other and people yeah. reading things and just, like, coming kind of... We're a little bit brainwashed, like, just from what we've been conditioned, unfortunately, to think about everything, ourselves, our body, our food sources. 
how we interact with people. But it's like we know we have a wisdom in us that just knows better than that about everything. Like, um, so it's like, what if this drink could help people just like connect to that side of themselves again and make you feel really good yeah. and just an all around amazing drink. Um, and so we like I thought drink I swear to God, yes, I'm a Lisa Frank child, and I always like. The unicorn thing, like I was like, oh duh, like how I just converse with people. She's like, I'm a mermaid, and you're a unicorn, and she's a fairy, and that guy's a dragon, such a dragon right now. Just like, like it's just like the vibe. Like, I'm like, why not try and make everyday life more magical? Like just silly and um, for better or for worse. Like some people, it just falls completely flat on. Like I'll just be like, some guy like have a magical day. He's just like. No, <laughs> like, like you crazy person. Huh? So, yeah, like, so um, in keeping with that, like I love the concept of the unicorn. It's a drink that makes you like fly high, tap into your most like inner mystical, magical self, and then in like a lot of spirit animal symbolism or like shamanic studies, they say that like third eye is like your unicorn horn coming through. Right. So I was like, great unicorn, like that's a perfect name for this yeah. drink. Um, and I told Brett, my, I was like, I'm like, is this idea like kind it of crazy? It had nothing to do with the way it looked. Yeah, because like well, it wasn't in that stage of it. It was just a blue part. drink. Like oh, it didn't right. really. Um, we it had was no cool. rainbow or anything on it. Yeah, but originally. I ran the idea by Brett. I was like, is this cool to call this? Because it really makes no sense to call it a unicorn latte. But now it makes sense when I explain it to you. But right. it's nothing. When you look at it now. It yeah. Sense. So I'm of like, course. is this a unicorn latte? And he's like, great, great idea. Like, love it. Like, awesome. I love I'm it. like, okay. I didn't really think much about it yeah. other than, oh, I love the unicorns. Lattes are good. Like, yeah. So <laughs> you're, more the, you're more the business mind and you're the creative. You're coming up with the, the alchemy menu. Mm hmm. It, on the menu, we've got the unicorn latte, the mermaid bade, the anti, the anxiety melting mm -hmm. CBD latte, my personal favorite, mm -hmm. radiant beauty latte, and purple amethyst latte. Was the unicorn the last one to come, or how did these all come to be? Um, I kind of was making them like all at like the at the same time. Right. Um, but the unicorn was the one I was most excited for because of the blue-green allergy, like the E3 Live, and we I, I knew, too, it was going to be, like, E3 pretty, the blue magic. E3 Live played a huge Yeah, huge E3 Live, we love them. Shout-out to E3 Live. Shout-out. E3 love Live you Australia, guys. too. So we wait, love you. Wait, they're, they're in Montauk? No, no, oh. no. No, they just played a huge role for us. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I just, like, love their, they take a lot of pride in, like, how they source yeah. their ingredient, and, like... It's amazing. It's just an amazing, they're just great, and, um, and so, yeah, we did that, and we had someone, um, our friend Kat, now she's our friend, Kat O'Dell, Kat the New York Odell, Times yeah. in, and she was great. We were, it's hard things, even as perfect as so I was trying to make it. Was this like a huge and then that's yeah. soon yeah. the New York Times comes in. Yeah, they came in pretty um, soon after. It was, like the, it was right before Christmas time. Was and, it trending on social media at that point? Uh, we hadn't really launched it, like officially. Sure. But, oh, okay. Yeah, it was very like, because again, kind of with the perfectionist vibes and everything, I was like, uh, uh, uh. I don't know. The perfect time. Yeah, and then yeah. she came in, and we didn't really know what she would want to write about, but then it was like one of those beautiful, like, all these years, now flashback to all these years of being an entrepreneur and yeah. weird, weird, a lot of weird things happening, or just our whole lives of weird like, things happening. Oh, and like, kind of like doubt yourself and things yeah. happen, and you're like, I don't know, but then the New York Times article came out, and it was like, Christmas Day, it was so perfect, it was like in the Sunday style section, and the, like, the subject, or the headline was like, uh, healing, coffee has some serious a healing, oh yeah, 
well, that was maybe the online article, but it said a helium right. unicorn latte, like from Brooklyn, of course. Right. And that I was, was like, good. and my dad. That was, was like, the digital version. That's a digital version, yeah. And I was like, oh, like, you got the New York Times, but like, unicorn in the headline. Like, oh. that's so crazy. And Merry Christmas. It was like a very, like, it was a very beautiful moment and a nice, like, culmination yeah. and a pat on the back from the universe being like, okay, like, yeah. you're on the like right your path. ideas are, this is what they're worth. You yeah. know, it, like, gives you that affirmation that what you're doing is, like, it's, like, a real and thing. And not that you're, like, yeah, it's, like, a, it's a funny balance. Really. Okay, yeah, this is like more of a thing of, like, for me, like, people are ready. Because we didn't know, like, maybe we'd launch this and we'd just be, like, there's nothing or no one would ever order it. And it's, like, oh, it just sits there, like, a dusty yeah. laminated menu and everyone's, like, this is weird. Um, yeah, right. And just gets a cappuccino and leaves. Yeah. So it's, like, cool. Um, which is totally fine. Which is totally fine. Like, we're, like, that's why we <laughs> had a regular coffee bar because we're, like, we don't know. Like, we're not going to make it just. Yeah. A tonic bar. Also, we didn't want to like exclude people. Like, yeah. I have a lot of friends who still be like, oh, I want to go in that place. It's like vegan. I had a good and it's like, yeah. and it's kind of like, okay, that's fine. But what if you had a place that served like a wide breadth of things? So that way, some love. days you might want a mocha, salted caramel, yeah. like <laughs> mochaccino, whatever, like whipped cream, marshmallows on it. And some days you might be like, I just need like a coffee. Yeah, like yeah. a plain coffee. And some days I need like, you know, turmeric in a cup. It's like, okay, great. Like, we've got yeah. you. Um, wherever you're at. And you guys were kind of saying you've been surprised by some of the clientele who orders a unicorn latte every day or gets, you know, you said there's someone who comes yeah. in and orders the CBD latte and, like, yeah. you can, people kind of surprise you. I'm surprised yeah. all the time with this place and that's what's so great about it. Um, yeah, it makes us so being, happy. So happy. It's I mean, so fulfilling. Like Being surprised is everything. You know, when your parents surprise you with a birthday present or your friend <laughs> takes you somewhere amazing, it's the same thing, you know. Um, but, I mean, the place has played a special segment um, in our both Maddie and I's hearts. And, um, I mean, we left, obviously... We weren't doctors or lawyers, as you can see, but we did have good jobs, and we left all that to pursue the passion of creating shareable moments through beverage. Yeah, we just wanted to bring some, you know, magic and a healthy magic to the world, and um, like just like it's to- it was totally innocent, you know. And yeah, a and lot I of think. Fun. I think, I think the, of the unexpected thing, though, it yeah. does really, like, I love it. Yeah, like, yeah. it just never gets old. It's just like, <laughs> oh, like, someone comes in, and you're just, like, just the last person in the world expects to be, like, okay, unicorn latte. And you're, like, you want a unicorn latte? They're like, sure. Like, okay, great. And, like, in the beginning, like, right. especially we didn't really know how it was going to be, like, received. Like, okay, well, you know, the media is one thing, and certain things another thing. But then people just started... And they come in, they just want to take a photo, and it's like, okay, even if you're just here for the photo, that's cool, but like, I'm like, just have a sip, maybe you'll feel good, and be like, oh, it's kind of weird, it's a weird tasting drink, I'm like, what is a blue-green allergy latte, so like, we're trying to do the best we can, it's like, I think I'm going like, to to be like, a vanilla milkshake, I'm like, no, it's like, really healthy, like, we're not just lying, it's it like, a very healthy. super good. Yeah. Well, like, it's, I like, think so. Like, I love it, but it's definitely when people, I think, see it, and they, but that's what I love, because we have like, kids come in we people have literally yeah. people in from all over the world to all come over. and try it and then it's cute because then they're like 
they drink it and they're like, oh, it's kind of unique and interesting and like lemony and like, what is this? You're and then they're not expecting that. They're not expecting it and then they drink it and then they're like, I feel really, and they'll come back the next day or they're right on social media. They're like, I felt so great after that. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, depending if they live around here, they'll come back like the next day and they'll speak and they'll just get the unicorn latte again, no like garnish or anything. They're just in a cup and like go and like, yeah. I, I like the way that made me feel after. It's become so regular. And like, it makes me feel really good. I'm like, okay, like, it just. We're just a small little like business here, yeah. a very small team, but just like the fact of how we've been like received by people like in this yeah. local community and like in the more like global community, like makes me have so much like it just makes me so excited. So excited yeah. for the future. And I love the young kids that come in because <laughs> that is the generation that's gonna save the world. They come in and they're just like, Yeah, mom, it's organic, non GMO. <laughs> mom, you're drinking cow milk? No, mom. And I'm like, oh my god, the next generation is so amazing. Like, they're like, they just know, like, they know all the ingredients, yeah. and they're like, okay, yes, like, great. Oh my god, Ishu Wu, love it. And I'm like, wait, how do you know Ishu Wu is? Like, you're like, like 12. Five. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been what, really fun. What I love about this place, and you touched on this, and what I really want to mention is that we talk a lot about this on the podcast about wellness being kind of the new class system and can be exclusionary to people mm -hmm. and I think that that's a really big problem and I think more access to health and wellness is really important and there's mm -hmm. so many great brands you know doing things to give people you know where where Liv Lydia and I are from in the in, in the middle of the country you know the flyover states like <laughs> it's there aren't any unicorn lattes we barely have a juice factory and it's really, really different. But I think what's great about this place is, yes, this is a novel thing. No one's going to die if they don't have blue-green algae, but it's just something that's really great and can make you feel better and can be really fun at the same time. But the thing that I love about this place is you don't make anyone feel bad about not knowing what it is. You guys are so inclusive and kind when people walk in here and that's a testament to you guys but also your staff I've spent a lot of time in here and there's a lot of times where people come in and they clearly know what it is and they want the photo and they want to move on and then there were a lot of other times where I, I heard people come in that were like what is it I don't understand and they were mm. so patient with them and I would sit here for hours hearing the same thing over and over again and I was like if that was me I'd be like it's a goddamn <laughs> unicorn latte like, we get it you want it or not we have to you know <laughs> And, like, they were so patient just, like, explaining it again and again and again. <laughs> so is that, that like, that inclusion, is that something you, like, have infused into the space and your staff? And can you talk about that a bit? Our team is amazing. We Our really team, are. we've been so blessed, so lucky. We've had literally the most amazing, nice. cool, talented, kind-hearted, curious, like, people work here. And it's, like, all part of this family and everyone and we've thrown some crazy stuff at them because it's just like all, all overnight like and now you guys are all baristas and you rock the you know latte world and you guys know how to make a cortado but now you have to learn these like 12 really weird drinks with ingredients that you don't know how to pronounce and um by the way like 10,000 people are actually like trying to come in this weekend so you're good <laughs> with this right and there's like what like but they all like rolled with the punches and they're all like such special people here and yeah. i think that what you said is really what we were aiming for too we're like we didn't want this to feel like a spot where you're like intimidated obviously you see this is like the most laid-back funky place exactly. and like we're like okay we have like you know colored pencils chill out over there like hang out like 
whatever magazines relax yeah, the last thing we wanted was like any type of like pretentious exactly yeah or like that's we want doesn't fit. we do appreciate the amount of people that come in here and the age range and the backgrounds and people who like you said who don't I've never heard of any of this or some people who are definitely like <coughs> reading like goop on the regular and they're yeah. like on everything so we're like we thought it'd be cool to invite everyone and inclusivity was yeah. one of the reasons why we like made the rainbow part of our vibe and part oh, of yeah. our thing is because we're like you know like that's how we want it to feel for people and um like I love that some people come in and get three drinks off of that and then their friend gets you know just something yeah. like whatever hot chocolate and we're like great like everyone's yeah. happy and no one feels like left out or like that. yeah so that's I think our yeah I mean our staff has been amazing they've done a great job um people have healed through this place yeah. and like that's always that's everything you know people are literally creating a better self through the space that you run or serve out of it's just holding space for people here. Like, people yeah. want to come, have a drink. And we always, like, one of our mottos to both of our brands is just, like, maybe we can't always be on point with everything we do. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have people who don't even always like what your product is. That's fine. Like, but the thing is to, like, just try and leave, like, the people in places where you're at, like, better than you found them. So it's, like, okay, like, I maybe you don't like this, this, but I can be, like, say something to you or treat you kindly or just, right. like that one person can impact your day so much. Yes. So we always, like, remind people that out of here. But everyone who works here, like, naturally does that. Like, they're just so it's sparkly and so amazing. So they're I'm like, all, like, intuitive. <coughs> yeah. I was one girl who worked here. She was so intuitive of reading the room of, like, this person's going to want this. This yeah. person's, like, they just get mm. people. And it was just, yeah. that, that's the thing you remember. Like, the lattes, they could be just as great. But if the place didn't have the spirit, yeah. I don't think I'd be into it. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate that. a huge difference yeah. when people, the person that's serving is really engaged with with you as a person and your day and your experience. Yeah. Because yeah. I, in a way, you know, when I started in this, there would be certain places I wouldn't go into because I would feel like, like, really intimidated judge. or judged. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget the time this one man found out that, like, I ate gluten at the time. And he's like, just, you shouldn't even bother with oh any of this. Because he was, like, <laughs> giving me this, like, cleanse regimen. And I was like, You're and he's like, that. you eat gluten? I was like, uh, yeah. And, like, I was like, and I just literally, I think I by accident bought, like, $400 versus the supplements. Because I felt so, like, shame. Like, yes, give me everything. I'm so bad. But I was like, hey, that was not, that's not, like, and then became that chore and that, opposite, that pressure yeah. versus, like, pleasure so that's yeah. what we're always trying to infuse in here is just the fun yeah <laughs> and you do it so well we all need more fun yeah right? more fun yeah. nine dollars for unicorn latte and a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> unicorn latte with the side of fun yeah exactly so have fun with the side of unicorn latte <laughs> okay so this has been amazing and it's flown by but i have to ask you the questions i ask everyone i think this is actually a nice right. transition into one of them so we talk a lot about body image on this podcast, mm-hmm. and yes, you know, we're people into wellness, and we love a good unicorn latte as much as the next guy, but I think there can, in the wellness space, be a lot of judgment around body image, and a lot of, you know, just in the world, that's a huge topic and something really important for me. So how do you guys handle your thoughts on body image? What I always ask people is, you know, if you're having a bad body image moment, how do you not let that spiral into a bad body image day? What are some things you do to make you feel better about your physical appearance in the world and how you, you know, make that something in your life? That's an amazing question. Um, I've struggled my whole life with, uh, with that, you know, what people perceive me as, whether, you know, 
it's my body. It's not about weight or whatever. It's just about the way I look and appear. Um, but yeah, I mean, I struggled with it for a long time. Like I had, I felt that I had weight issues, even though I definitely didn't. Um, so yeah, I mean, after recovery and things like that, um, I became more conscious of what I said to other people when I met them and the impact that I would have in a very short period of time and how that might affect their choices the rest of their day. Because when people talk to me about me, whether or not I was too tall, too small, too slow, too whatever it is, you know, um, I remember the choices that I made after I would feel a certain, somebody else made me feel a certain way. And then you realize once you're good and whole and that you, you know you get back to intuition and you're feeding your body the right fuel and you're talking to the right people and you're surrounded with the right network that um, it's not about anybody else. You know, it's just about you. About you feeling good and whole and making the right choices. And there's nobody to pat you on the back for that except yourself so yeah I mean I that's my view of kind of um, yeah like I guess self-hate in a sense and struggle it's really cool to hear this perspective from you because I mainly have women on the podcast and it's cool to hear that everyone struggles with this and boys girls everyone um, all across the spectrum and it's I think hearing the more people mm-hmm. talk about their experience makes me feel less alone and hopefully everyone else. How about you, Maddie? What has that been like? Um, yeah, so, wow, body image. Whoa, crazy. Oh, so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I think it sounds overly simplistic to say, um, but I think one of the biggest things is learning how to, like, what it really, really means to just, like, kind of what I was saying, like, love yourself and how you're speaking to yourself throughout the day and like that pleasure thing I was talking about and taking the time to like see like find pleasure in your body whether it's honestly like giving yourself a massage at night or connecting to like the beauty of your own body and how much it does for you um and then also like finding things that make you feel like lit up and alive and just so energized in your own body um and like I love like dancing and like movement in that sense not like workout like quote-unquote movement um because I think that that's when you let your body like shake off some of that stagnant energy and all of a sudden you're like I have this like badass strong beautiful body and I'm moving it and like it feels really good and it's it can change my whole like disposition and there's like little like tools and techniques I have to kind of go back to because yeah some days body image like oh like some days I feel great in my body sometimes I don't um I love dance and movement as something and then I also just this is a funny thing but my sisters will laugh because I've been telling this since I was this is like one thing that even when I was a kid I'd be like guys don't be self-conscious in a bathing suit photo <laughs> and they're like like don't like hi don't complain they're like because one day you're gonna be 90 years old right. and be like why didn't I rock yeah. that body like <laughs> and you're just gonna be like rock you don't realize how like hot and perfect and cool right. and sexy and strong <laughs> and like amazing you are like if you saw yourself and you're 99 like why didn't I strut down the street why didn't I own this and that's not even like a fully like evolved consciousness like 
you know, really, like, woke thing to think. It was just, like, from a young age, I remember being like, oh, like, that's, like, we have to, like, remember that now. Like, we're yeah. in, and no matter what your age, like, there's just something about your body that you almost don't realize, and looking to the outside with a little bit of, like, perspective of, like, wow, like, I'm a, a radiant, beautiful being. Yeah. Um, and... I do want to say, like, social media is so easy. The comparison thing on social right. media yeah. is insane. Um, and I think the more time that we use social media with an intention to connect and network and kind of realizing that, you know, there are some things that aren't always on social media that are accurate or real. But also the good thing about social media is I've really found a lot of amazing um, inspiration out of other people yeah. sharing their bodies in every form and every posture and every position and just owning that so I haven't gotten confident yet just like post a photo of myself like slouching in a bikini I hope to work up to that one day but like yeah. I want to tell all those people who do do that I'm like because I look at them like no those people are so beautiful and like yeah. it's okay to have like yes like cellulite in a photo or like you're laughing with a double chin because when I see those people I'm like no they look beautiful and happy and like alive and so just we feel less alone I just want to shout out people who do that because yeah. it also makes you realize that um sorry to focus on women for a second women yeah. are so beautiful that I'm like oh like I literally everyone I see on social media like that I'm like you are so beautiful like you are drop dead gorgeous yeah. so like it is a reminder to yourself, like, well, that's how you look, too. So yeah. um, I admittedly haven't gotten to that confidence stage yet, but I really wanted to just give credit to anyone well, who does that. Well, maybe that's our homework. That's our homework. On Montauk, you take, like, We'll take, like, photo. really, yeah, like, I'll just, like. I'll take a picture. <laughs> just, like, Brett. You guys can take it. Brett, you can go on that, like. We can get a professional. On, this, we'll on the, the double chin angle. angle. Yeah. We're just going to go for we'll it. We'll do, like, a before and after. On the iPhone. That's, that's actually okay. kind of perfect. All right. Okay. Okay. That's the homework. Before and after. All right. I like that. And then, like, a good really good one. Perfect, like, I mean, what hashtag are we using? I don't know. I think we maybe split screen. <laughs> yeah. Before, before and after. The yeah. End. Let I it love it. I love that. Speaking of social media, how do you guys handle your relationship to social media? It's something else I've been asking everyone. What? How do you, you know, handle in-person connections and social media? How do you stay okay mentally with that? Um. You know, sometimes I just delete Instagram. Like I don't know because I find. Um, I have to get away from the muscle memory of going to it all the time. Like, I don't know why. It's just like, I don't realize what I'm doing. I'm talking yeah. to someone. I'm like, why am I on Instagram right yeah. now? Like, um, I used to have the ability to just wait in line or yeah. pee, but now I like, just like I go there. Yeah. And there's so much amazing, like Instagram as a networking, like ability and as a business, like we would not be here without um, Instagram. And I love like the platform of I love photos, I love words, so for me it's like an amazing expressive outlet. Um, I just try to really, like I do, I sometimes delete it from my phone and I'll like keep That's it on smart. like my iPad or something, it has to be on a Wi-Fi connection for because yeah. then I'm like, well then it's a very mindful it's visit to Instagram, like I will sit and write this post and check out things versus just like, I'm on this podcast with you right now, like, oh sorry, I'm really deep yeah. on my Explore page right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and just figuring out like, um, and I don't know, I think really using it with the intention of like, okay, I'm trying to align myself with the right people and like calling in the right, like things that are going to inspire me, not like deflate me. Like, mm -hmm. because I think that comparison thing, like I, 
um, mm-hmm. when I talk to people, like that's like, I, don't, I think one of the things that people are struggling with, like a top three thing. And yeah. I do it too, because I don't know why it comes up. I'll be like, oh my God, why is this person there? Totally. What are they, am I not doing this right? Or am I, why am I not getting paid to like travel across Bali right now? Like, what am I doing wrong with my yeah. life? It's <laughs> like, insane And thinking. all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, I love my life. Like it's amazing and, and beautiful. And we would have never had those thoughts yeah. about social media. That's what I've been contemplating a lot. Yeah, recently. I would never know what anyone is doing or what yeah. they're at least like curating their life to look like exactly so I really try to go with the intention and I um I unfollowed a lot of people who make me feel that way because I was like well yeah. I don't really want to feel that way and I mostly just try to align myself with people that are like super inspiring yeah. and super people you that I want to know in real life yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how supportive you two of each other we support each other there's a lot of like yeah connection there I mean we friends when we were that braces. <laughs> That's amazing. Brett, do you have anything you want to say about social media? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm, in, I'm totally inspired by social media. Um, I take that approach to it. Um, yeah. I think it benefits the good of the whole. Um, I think things are getting done now for the good of society that happen through um, or in relation to social media. I think that... Um, there's more awareness of certain projects that are taking place around our country. There's more awareness of political debates. There's more awareness of academics and what it means to um, actually learn. Um, it also gives colleges and it gives students the ability to connect with one another in like a more honest way. And then finally, it's democratized business. So you're able to Right, so before Instagram, you know, you're uh, you're human and you're at college and you have all these amazing ideas, but you're just there. Nobody knows about them. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is, maybe maybe you're. For, I'll just take an example because I'll keep it subjective. Maybe you're an amazing athlete, and yeah, you're a great college athlete, but you're not good enough for the pros. You can graduate college, nobody even knows who you are except the people that were at your school, and then you're kind of looking for a job at a rental car place, whatever it is, you know. Um, not to use a rental car place and <laughs> stigmatize that at all. We love rental car enterprise. I'm just giving <laughs> <just laughs> <doing laughs> an example for you. But now, you, you know, a guy plays lacro- lacrosse or soccer or runs track or whatever at a college, and he has 50,000 Instagram followers. I mean, he's going to be fine. So, yeah, I really love that. So you're saying that you you see social media as allowing the world to be more of a meritocracy rather than keeping people in there. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't be here without mm-hmm. it. Of I, course. You know, like you said about, I, I haven't really thought about it that way. You know, I was in the hand, the mitten. And now I was able to connect with everyone here because social media exists, mm-hmm. you know? So wow. it's, it is wild. I like that we talked about that. Okay, so these ones, I have a million more questions I could ask you, but it's okay because we're going to go to Montauk. I'll ask you on the beach. It's fine. <laughs> but I'll do these as quick fire. So just say the first thing that comes to your mind. I will warn you, they get more challenging as we go. I'll Ooh, I think we're on a game show. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, and then one of you say, and then the other, and... We'll go from there. Okay, so we'll start with red each time. Okay. Favorite color? Yellow. Rainbow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Favorite day of the week? Saturday. I think Thursday. Anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite hour of the day? 
near um sunset favorite food or best thing you've eaten in the last week actually answer that one Ooh. best thing i've eaten in the last week sushi the sushi you almost stole from Maddie. <laughs> Thank you for shouting that out. From the grocery store. <laughs> um, my sister's sesame ginger noodles. Ooh. Jenny Murphy. <laughs> what up, Jenny? What up, Jenny? <laughs> okay, I wrote this book. As you guys know, they sold out here. We were going to have books, but we'll have more books. autographed copies coming. Hopefully, copies tomorrow. coming soon. Um, so my book is about journaling. So I always like to ask people who come on the podcast, what is your relationship to journaling and writing and have you ever journaled? Do you ever think it's helpful for people? What is writing to you? Oh, God. Writing is everything to me. I mean, I've written since I was 11 years old. No way. Every day. Wow. So, like, a journal? Yeah. Wow. Very cool. And you would just, like, stream of consciousness, kind of, like, write what, you, what happened? And you've continued that? Your I life? write all kinds of things. Stuff I want to do. Places I want to go. Places I've been. Um... I write about business, ideas, people, all my emotions. Um, I've written stories, short stories. Clay's read some. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love writing. It's a, I mean, if I didn't have breakups, um, meeting somebody new, um, Maddie's ideas, I write about Maddie, I mean, my family... Um, my addiction, um, my journey through, uh, through life, you know, it's a third over, so, so a lot of shit needs to be written down <laughs> in my language. So when do you, when do you write? Do you have like a process? Is it kind of like when you need to process something? I write when I'm really emotional. Like okay. when I have a ton of emotion about yeah. anything, I write and I tend to kind of just write for like hours. That's interesting. In the book I, I call, there's like two types of journalers, the there's like the SOS journal, so journaler, so that's someone who's like pregnant with something they need to process, and then there's like the maintenance journaler, right. or someone who like does it all the time. And it sounds like you're kind of a mix of both. Definitely, and like yeah, I mean, I write every day because it's part of running a business. But the writing that I do, that comes from my like, yeah, my stomach. I mean, yeah. that stuff goes on for your intuition. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. What about you, Maddie? Um, yeah, I have always, my, my mom was a writer, um, and growing up, like, my uncle always encouraged me to write a lot, like, every day, and I would write short stories for him. He actually commissioned me to write a book when I was in fourth uh, grade. Yeah, we, can, we can go over that another time. <laughs> um, I've always loved writing, and then as I got older, I started keeping what kind of, like, my teens was kind of, I guess, like, an original, like, gratitude journal, because I just would be like, I noticed that when I was in that hormonal crazy up and down life of like high school I was like some days are so good some days are so bad so I'm like I should just write down the times where I feel really good so I can remember mm. like okay like you can get back there like yeah. and that was something and then when I was traveling I did it a lot to remember thing, just things I wanted to like remember um, but then it became more about then like in my 20s I started writing more about like things I wanted and things I wanted to manifest because they all and ideas and things that just started coming out mm. um, but I have to write like because I have to let it out. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I have to just, like, well, I have some nice <laughs> circle. Because um, I just had too many things in my head and too many things in my heart and too many things in my stomach that I would, like, just, 
Yeah. It, it makes me feel like, okay, it just gives things a certain voice and releases certain things that I'm over, don't, don't serve me anymore. And then everything that I put pen to paper on, like, it's happened. So I love I've using it. I've never had a bad time writing. Yeah. I've never written and be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's a good point. No one's ever, oh, I regret journaling. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to kind of self-soothe as you go down the page. Totally. Like, it's like everything's so terrible, but tomorrow is better. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful thing. That you can, exactly. It's like therapy on yourself, which I think would be really lovely. Okay, three more things, and then we're going to land this plane. We're going to get everybody out of here. That's you guys awesome. are great sports. Yeah. Okay, so feminism. You talked about this place being mm. inclusive. You've got the rainbow as part of your branding. Just a couple of thoughts on fem- feminism, being a man and a woman together running this business, the masculine and feminine energy. What are your thoughts on how do you act your feminism today, and what does it mean to you? I mean, I'm a total feminist. <laughs> I think that... Um, all the best ones are, ladies. Yeah. So, <laughs> so think about it, right? So we're, everybody's created equal, and um, you have an amazing country that you live in where you're giving all this freedom. And everybody deserves that. It doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Um, so in terms of that, I think that while we do have a lot of work to do as a society to attain a shared goal between masculinity and feminism and be able to working together, um, because of the history of the deprivation that men have put women under through hundreds and hundreds of years, um, we have a lot of like unwinding to do as a group. But I mean, we have Instagram now, so you guys are totally good. So the message is out. The message can't hold us back on Instagram. I think you articulated that really well. You know, and it's not just with males and females, obviously. It goes across race. It goes across Mm -hmm. gender and sexuality. And obviously at this time in our country, like, there's a lot going on with that. So I think it's so important that we have conversations like this and you make people feel included. And you do want to add to that, Maddie? Um... Brett put that so well, and I'm all about the rising of the divine feminine, but the men who embrace their sacred masculine and the divine feminine and the balance. And, like, I always say, I'm like, everyone, you know, to quote the book, everyone should be a feminist because it's like it makes everyone, it brings everything into balance. It it heals everything on every level. Um, And women rock and strong men always respect and celebrate like badass women so it's like yeah and working with brett has really been amazing to watch like he'll like in the juice factory it's literally it's like him and all women and he's just like this is great working with all women is just amazing and i was like thank you i really appreciate that and um and i just think that there's something in the rising of like the fem this new like wave of feminism that also is really inclusive for men too like we're all in this together like yeah their feminine side our masculine side we're supposed to live in this like beautiful harmony and balance yeah. um so yeah just really even awesome. shout out to the men that um appreciate that and respect that yeah. and aren't threatened by it yeah okay greatest lesson on spirituality god what happens when we die thoughts on that these two get harder. Wants to start. <laughs> I, told you, I told you they get harder greatest lesson on spirituality. Oh, Matt, God, what do you think? Matthew Kahn. 
spirituality, the greatest lesson I ever got was through a guy named Matt Kahn. Um, you guys can Google it. Okay. Um, but he's amazing. He's out of Oregon. Um, and then in terms of like what, what I What did think, he tell you? What was the lesson? Oh, you guys, there are so many of them. Um, okay. But lessons on, on love and your divine path and... Um, Death. Okay, so Google him. Google and also him. So, like, I think in terms of um, spirituality, um, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Yeah, what, like, what are your, where are you with spirituality and what happens when we die? And, like, one lesson maybe from him or someone else that just sticks with you. I think, honestly, I think no energy dies. I think that for the most part, when you die, it's black. And I think when I die, I want to be cremated put in a spaceship and sent to space. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. Maddie. Super <laughs> sexy. Oh, my Take goodness. notes. Um, you know what? There's a few things I'm going to quote my dad. Um, my dad always taught me to study spirituality from every angle you could and to look at every religion and tradition and that there's a golden thread through all of it. Um yeah, and one thing he taught me really early on was he's like, you know, uh, when you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. Like, if you think you know everything, right. reset it and, like, figure out another <laughs> way to look at it. And that has been such a cool, because being a constant student of the universe and yourself and your divine path and your, like, infinite potential and learning how to, like, cohabitate with other people and constantly wanting to stay curious and constantly wanting to like yeah. um, asking the universe like teach me new lessons even if they're <laughs> sometimes challenging yeah. um, has been like so rewarding to me and um, also just personally like I think that everyone is just born with this like pure amazing awesomeness inside of themselves that's infinite and it never dies and it's just our like fun kind of privilege to kind of uncover the layers and figure out like how to step back into that little by little and help each other I love that okay so that's a really good note to end on but we're not going to end on that note I usually (laughs) ask all these more questions but I think what I'm going to do is before I ask you the final namesake question I think I want to involve everyone and I usually ask this so you're stranded on a deserted island and you can only bring with you one book one movie one tv show one uh, book, movie, TV show, music. You guys listen. Yeah, music, podcast, we'll even do. So, and it can be something you love forever. Just really, this question is a way mm. for people to recommend things. So, I thought right now, it's really quick. I'm going to say movie, and then everyone in here is going to just shout out like a movie they love or they think other people will love. And beautiful Amanda, the producer, is going to put all of this in, all of this in the show notes, and people will be able to check out things, and there'll be this like beautiful curation. So. Everybody's ready. Maybe let's all close our eyes for a second. Think about movies, books, TV shows that you've been loving. And whichever two or three we hear first, we'll put in the show notes. Okay? Everybody good to go. Everyone wants to get out of here. We're going to, I promise you guys, I'm getting sleepy. Everyone's getting sleepy. Okay. So movie. What have you been watching, need to watch? Anchorman. Ferris okay. Bueller. What did you say? What is it? Last Mohicans. Okay. Uh, always fried green tomatoes. Oh, oh yes, I love that book too. I read it in school. Oh, it runs through it. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right, book. The Alchemist. So good. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. The White Lodge. 
Mm. Very good. Danielle did the yeah. podcast. It's really good. Rise Sister Rise for like 10 times this summer. <laughs> about hashtag girl boss. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's back with her podcast. Um, Magical Girl in a Mystical World by Ruby Warrington. Yes. Love it. Yes. Soon to be podcast guest. <laughs> um, okay, great. And uh, TV show. What have you guys been watching? What do you like? Always thir- 30 Rock. Always. Brett, <laughs> TV show. Oh, man. I, I honestly, I don't watch television. I pretty much don't. If I were to, I would watch Game of Thrones. All right. Like <laughs> telling me to do Music. That. What are you guys listening to? What do you love? What do you think people need to be listening to? Anybody? Travis. Shout out to Wilson Band. Anybody? Wilson, Wilson Band. Band. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good morning, Nags. Okay. Lana's um, new album. Mm. What's nice. Maddie? What's that? What's our friend's band from Northport that we love? Oh, yo, shout out to Moondrunk. Moondrunk! So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Moondrunk and uh, Toots of the Maytals always in the summer. Toots, <laughs> always. Okay, you guys. And Amy Winehouse. The name of the podcast is Let It Out. Did I Ring You Dry? Anything else that out. you wanted to ask? Anything that you guys wish that I would have asked you? I think you guys know more oh. about me than like some of my friends. It's so <laughs> I really thank you guys let it so out. much for doing this, and thank, <laughs> thank you for you. writing these. I'm going to read them thank on you the for podcast us. later, so you can hear them all, and also everyone wants to leave. So, <laughs> but thank you so much. This was great. So thank awesome. You. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, that was the episode with the end. I hope you guys liked it as much as I liked recording it. And sorry about the rambly intro. We're going to keep this outro very concise, very articulate. We're going to make up for our silliness in the intro. And we're going to just get right to the emoji. But first, one more time, thank you so much to FreshBooks.com, online cloud accounting software. Easy to use. As an entrepreneur, invoicing is important. Super important. Super important. Only way to get paid. Only way to get paid. Exactly. And FreshBooks can help you to do that and look like a boss while doing it. You can personalize your colors and add in your logo. They make everything really user-friendly. It's super intuitive to use. And you can get a free 30-day unrestricted trial by going to freshwix.com slash let it out and entering let it out in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshwix.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. Also, thank you so much one more time to Care of. We love Care of. Mm. Honestly, they're great, you guys. You can go to their website, take their personalized quiz, and get your supplements that your body needs. And then they're delivered right to you in beautiful packaging, personalized with your name. But that's not even the best part. The best part is that for your money, they give you the best quality ingredients in these supplements. They source the best quality things, and they deliver them to you at the best price. Mm. It's great. Yeah, what's that offer code, though? The offer code. Thank you so much for asking. Mm -hmm. If you want to get your first order for 50% off, use the code Katie at checkout. That's my name, K-A-T-I-E at checkout for 50% off. That's a lot of percents. More than 49. That's half of the percents. Half of the percents. Off Mm -hmm. by using uh, Katie at careof.com when you check out. That's kind of right. You Was use right? the code Katie, K-A-T-I-E, at checkout, and it's takecareof.com. Ah, that's right. All right. I hope you guys liked this episode. Thank you again so much for listening to our ramblings. The emoji for this episode is... The fish in the hand. 
The fish and the hand, the like two separate ones. You can use either one you want. The hand, like the waving hand, and then the fish. There are two fishes. I like the prettier one that has like some blues and yellows in it. And looks more like the one from Little Mermaid. What's his name? The Sebastian? Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of like Sebastian, so preferably that one. But if you use the other fish, that's fine. And you'll hear why. You don't know why. I don't know. Because you I haven't, haven't listened heard to the episode yeah. and you weren't there. Uh-huh. But everyone who was there and now actually you listening definitely know why. So anyway, tweet at me at the end, at Maddie, at Brett, at myself, at Nick. Why not? Sure, why not? tweeted us that you're still listening comment on our instagram that you're still listening thank you so much for listening and go check out the end we highly recommend the cbd latte i also really like the amethyst latte next time you're in town you'll have to try it it's super good and i love you guys and i'll talk to you next week bye bye Testing, testing, too high. Testing, 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 testing. testing. Um, welcome to Let It Out. My name is Katie Dale. About sure. Um, this episode, I'm so excited. I just want to tell you guys that I love, I love doing this podcast so much. It's my favorite thing that I ever do. And this episode's so great. It was so cozy, and I love her, and she's fantastic. And we talk about we talk about body image. We talk about we talk about our favorite snacks. We talk about coffee, and then even though I don't like coffee, but some people do. That's okay, you know. Just quick, just, a, just a quick pop up. <laughs> um, how's that? Was that pretty good? That was really good. And then and I'm on the sh- show. The show happens now. Okay, let me, we should. Save that.
All right, that was my conversation with Ruby Warrington of The Numinous and her new book, Material Girl, Mystical World, which I love. Please check it out. Thank you for listening. I loved that conversation so much. And before I tell you the emoji for this week's episode, I want to go back to last week's episode one more time. Isabel's program is something that really changed my life. And if you want to check it out, please watch the free video training series and also maybe consider the masterclass. Email me if you have any questions on it. It's something that I'm really passionate about and I think that everyone in the world would benefit from doing, honestly. So let me know if you have questions there. Whether you want to do the masterclass or not, this might be the time to do it because as she mentioned in the episode, it's the last time she's going to be offering it live. So you'll get her coaching with it. But, you know, just do the free video training series. Either way, it's free, it's quick, and you'll probably learn something that might really help you and you might want to share it with someone else. So check that out. Make sure you use the link in the show notes because that lets her know that I sent you. And I also want to thank FreshBooks again. FreshBooks is so great. They're the easy-to-use online cloud accounting software that really does it better than any other cloud accounting software ever out there. And I've used different ones. They are very user-friendly. You can customize your template for sending invoices. You'll look really responsible and on top of it when you send invoices to clients or people that you work with. If you're a freelancer, this is fantastic for you. If you are not a freelancer and you just want to stay on top of your finances, FreshBooks is a really simple to use platform to be able to do that. So go to freshbooks.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. Again, the link to that is in the show notes. Thank you so much, FreshBooks. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Share this episode with a friend if you found it beneficial or funny or if it made you feel less alone. Hey, so the emoji for this week's episode is the twinkle. And when I say the twinkle, it's those golden, beautiful stars. There's like three of them. And to me, it's just a twinkle. And that's what Ruby is. That's what the numinous is. If I had to put it into an emoji, I would say that one. So tweet at me the twinkle tweet at ruby the twinkle comment on our instagram the twinkle to let us know that you're still listening to me rambling right now and i'm gonna stop so i can go and do some other things but i love you guys and i'll talk to you next week really great episodes coming up by the way so stick around subscribe bye